Hello, it's Graham Cope with another My Music. Now, um, apologies if we're a few minutes late and you were expecting us dead on two o'clock. It's just because it's Friday. It's Friday time. Didn't you get the memo? It's on, on my fault, Graham. It's not your fault. <laughs> on Friday, on Friday, the clock runs slow. That's the it's way true. we go. All it's right? true. We're on Friday. My friend, Bunny X, me, we're on Friday time already. You can come into our world and join us as well if you like. Come on, sit down, have a cup of tea. Forget about the fact that you've still got a bit of work to do. In fact, don't even bother doing that. Just, bit of work. Just start. Just start now and <laughs> join us straight after this video from the wonderful Analog Trash. Did you enjoy that video? I did. That was great. It's cool, isn't it? Very nice. Yeah. That's the, the lovely people at Analog Trash, which is an independent record label. Very Trying cool. to do their thing for independent artists. Um, a lot of electronic music on there. What, mm -hmm. what got you into electronic music in the first place? That's a great question. So uh, actually, it's my older brother. He's kind of the, the genesis. He got me into everything that, that I eventually got into, kind of starting with... Um, you know, some of the new wave bands growing up in the, in the eighties. Um, of course, oh, which ones in particular? Come of on. Course, uh, Depeche Mode and Pet Shop Boys, New Order, you know, all the, the cure, all the classics. Yeah. Uh, and then that quickly ended up giving way to, uh, to Italo Disco. So got right. really, really into that. Um, How did you transcend from, okay. <laughs> some quite quirky independent artists. Yes. You know, all, all, all rock in there as well to Italian disco. How, how did that happen? Yeah, again, my, my older brother, Brian, he was, he still is uh, just in, influenced by all kinds of different types of music. And yeah, then of yeah. course, being my older brother, you know, everything he said and did was, was magic. So I wanted to, to follow along in his footsteps. And I really have him to thank for getting me into all that stuff as a kid. And really did he just listen to it. it or did he DJ a bit with it? Was he never he... DJed. He was just an avid uh, listener and collector. So he still has tons of old records, lots of vinyl, um, which I've, st and I've stolen some of it and he's not getting it back. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really have him to thank for getting me into, into so much music. Um, then of course I got, you know, I got into my own thing too. And, and it was all the, all the typical things, the uh, Madonna, Cindy Lauper, um, you know, Debbie Gibson, things like that. Um, Janet Jackson, uh, Tina Turner, you know, all those influences, those major big artists. Um, so there's just so strong, strong female voices, strong, strong females. Absolutely. Stop. Absolutely. So uh, Whitney Houston. So kind of growing up, you know, with all of that, all those huge, big pop stars that were uh, so influencing to me. Um, but it's it's, an, it's become essentially over time an interesting sound with all of these different types of influences. So sometimes I'll describe our music as kind of Madonna meets Depeche Mode with a little Italo thrown in there, um, but but tons of different types of 80s references and influences. So 
I feel like it's created this kind of very rich tapestry now for all of the the releases that we've had over the past decade now, which we actually released our very first Italo uh, record. It was a single on vinyl uh, called If You Say Yes. And that's, uh, it was very much in the Italo high energy space. Mm. And that was released back in 2013. So here we are 10 years later and we're still, still releasing things all the time. Now don't take this the wrong way. Um, but when I, I'd listened to your new album last night, Thank you for sending it over. Thank you for listening. No, it's an absolute pleasure because I, I loved it. Thank um, you. Your your music is the kind of music that I'm going to say I can either dance to mm-hmm. or relax to. Now mm. that sounds like a contradiction, right? I like it, but it it's not for me. It's not at all. Yeah, you know, there's something quite um, hypnotic about what you do wow thank you that's a great yeah. compliment i'll take it that's... and that 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 for me is quite you know that's the kind of music i like to fall asleep to absolutely <laughs> and, I, and I, you know and as i say it, it, you can in the wrong hands that could sound like it's you know detrimental but it's not at all yeah um it's the kind of music where you just feel yourself kind of getting lost it there's a better way of saying it you get lost in it okay but it could, right. it could equally work, you know, if you were up for it, up for the party and getting ready and going out. Absolutely. That's kind of what we wanted. We wanted a couple of more. I don't know if you uh, recall listening to Daydreaming, which is one of the will be the third single on the album, which comes out next uh, month, uh, April 21st. But we definitely had some Robin influences on, especially mm. on the baseline for that. So very much. Um, uh, you know, the call your girlfriend era and uh, dancing on my own. So we wanted to have, you know, at least one kind of, you know, hit the dance floor type of song. But a lot of it ended up being that the rest of the album's pretty mid tempo. And to your point, you know, that's a very great way to put it. And I'll, and I'll you know, I appreciate the compliment, but the hypnotic piece, it, that's great because that's kind of what we wanted to go for was something more reflective. Um, yeah. Release. I, you know, I've really enjoyed bands over the last uh, decade or so that have come along and 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 have, in their own way, because mm-hmm. I'm not saying you'll like these bands, but in sure. their own, have done that. Yeah. You know, I, I loved like like the early um, Naked and the Famous albums, for example, where it's dancey, but mm-hmm. at the time it's got that underpinning of guitars and and the the vocals kind of. You know, yep. Just keep repeating phrases, and but drift you in, drift you out. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that was hot off the press. We're still actually fine tuning some pieces of it um, and getting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Third, third song in, uh, second bar. You know, just, um, just turn that that dial there up to uh, there, and then it will be fine. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get taken, get all that good stuff taken care of. Uh, you still have to get it mastered, but I wanted to, I wanted to send it to you so you could listen to it. No, that's that's very kind of you. So, if yeah. listen, if other people would uh, want to know what that sounds like, they're gonna have to listen to to the to the album now. You know, they're gonna that's have true. to to invest some time in listening to it. What? Yeah. Where's your starting point when you write? 
It's a lot of different things. I definitely get influenced by a lot of the uh, beautiful synth wave and retro wave uh, instrumentals that are out there. Um, so there'll be a lot of artists that have released uh, just a slew of beautiful instrumental songs that are um, very hypnotic to use your word um, and, and really inspire me. So I'll, I'll listen to a lot of Don Del Piro, which of course we've collaborated with him now uh, several times. Um, listen to a lot of Marvel 83. So lots of dream wave kind of in the, in the retro wave dream wave space and artists like Kalax and FM attack time cop 1983. Um, definitely spent a lot of time listening to those types of artists and kind of, you know, I start to hear um, some vocal arrangements come, you know, after listening to, uh, to those instrumentals. Other times I'll just kind of, and I think this happens to a lot of songwriters, they'll just be washing the dishes or in the shower and kind of doing something. I was going like to just go task. there. Yep. Funny, I was just about to go yeah. there. Vacuuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? And I'll just run and I'll grab my phone and I'll sing, you know, into the, I'll do a voice memo so I can remember it and come back to I it get, later. I get told off when I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> I, get, I get told off for like hitting pans and then singing over the top. <laughs> That's awesome. It, does that happen in your house? I love that. I love that. Honestly, I just like silently run into the bathroom and close the door and I like sing into my phone very furtively. I've done yeah. that. I've, and it happens sometimes. You don't get the spoons out and go Oh yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's that's more fun. Maybe I'll start doing that. You should. I'm sure my neighbors will love that. So I think you should carry a a mini sampler with you at all times. I think that should be the law. It should be. It should be. We should enact it. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I've always liked um, the, the the story I heard about Peter Gabriel's studio, in uh, which mm. is just down the road at, wow. uh, in Wiltshire. Yeah. And, um, you know, the fact that he started putting connection boxes, that he's got like this walkway that walks out into the lake and he's put like a connection box out at the end of the thing so that if someone went, went out there with a violin or whatever, they could just plug in and wherever they were. Oh my goodness. That's in incredible. The, it's a great idea, isn't it? <laughs> it is a wonderful idea. Of course, I think Peter we, Gabriel would have thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, with whatever technology we've got these days, I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. that's the thing, isn't it? You can, you can pick up an iPad or you can, mm -hmm. You know, just even if it's like garage band or whatever, do, do you do you ever start start that way sometimes? If you 100%. just got mm? absolutely, um, you know, in the kind of beginning, uh, I would I've sort of advanced over the years, but I would just get on Garage Band or or some type of similar, pretty simple uh, DAW, and get loops together and kind of start it to kind of feel things out and just kind of drop the loops in, just to just to work in a very quick way because I didn't want to get too caught up in the production initially and just, and I would like want the ideas to really flow, want that vocal arrangement and those lyrics to just kind of flow and come out as they come out. And I found that that's typically been the best way to go. The best workflow is just kind of letting it happen. And I don't know where the words come from. I don't know where the melodies come from, but it's wonderful, you know, <laughs> when that happens and the songs just essentially write themselves, but that is, 100% not always the case. There are other songs that are a labor of love and just yeah. like pulling teeth to, to finish. And, and just <laughs> that verse isn't quite working. What is the, this pre-chorus sounds like crap. You know, the chorus isn't catchy enough. And, you know, there's songs that just are, are much more difficult, but it's great when you can get that flow and it just all kinds of kind of comes out in five, 10 minutes, which has happened in the past. And it's great <laughs> when it happens. 
I mean, as a vocalist, when you're trying to put those vocal melodies together, etc., with with you know what are effectively beats, etc., and synth synth pads in the, yeah. in the background, do you um, do you have words to begin with, or do you go like try and be find the Liz Fraser inside yourself and just make sounds? That's a great question, and it's it's kind of a little bit of everything. Um, there's that, of course, that famous kind of Beatles story, how yesterday started off as scrambled eggs, I guess. It yeah, was the exactly. Scrambled eggs, or it was something like that. And so there's definitely been some of that. I'm like, uh, just some kind of, <laughs> you know, some phrase that makes no sense and mumbo jumbo. But but you but you know that if you put it together, it, 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 there's something there. Yeah. So I've certainly done things like that where I'm like, ah, this is definitely not gonna not gonna be the final lyric. Um, and other times it just got, the words just come. Um, but I have at this point, a body of poetry, lyrics, tons and tons of stuff, uh, that I can pull from, yeah. um, from many, many, many years of writing, um, where, you know, tons of that material hasn't been released. And, and have, so have you I ever been tempted with, have you ever been tempted with that to like put a, a lyric in there that where when you phrase it etc it might sound like another word so that for forever in the day people were like i'm sure she's singing that yeah i but, i hear you i hear you yeah 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 because i kind of love that i love it when you know you 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 listen to it and you just think oh just the way that word sung that's definitely that word not that word that they've printed on the lyric sheet Right. I, I, I love it when artists go, actually, yeah, that's what I was singing. I was singing that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I remember I thought it was um, carry a laser uh, for the yeah. longest time and not carry a laison. <laughs> and I remember just my mind being completely blown as a young child when I finally discovered that it was, you know, carry a laison, which I believe is maybe what an Irish expression or an English. I'm not sure. It's Celtic. Celtic. Okay. Um, yeah. and that just sort of blew my mind because really for the majority of my of my uh life I thought it was carry a laser down the road really? that you must carry, ca or carry a laser. A, an actual laser, like you know, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, and it, oh, it, it means something good. And, and I'll get this totally wrong, but and it means something like peace be with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. a yeah, it's a beautiful sentiment, which I didn't discover until many years later. Is it is it actually is it Celtic or is it because uh, it, it's from Taze worship that. Mm, okay, I'm not sure. Celtic sounds right to me, but we could yeah. we could find out from our our friend Wik, uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, well, I ask ChatGPT or that. Uh, yeah, exactly. He'll tell or, you everything, whether it's right or wrong. He doesn't care. He write your songs for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried um, that. It's terrible, but I think it's going <laughs> to. Have you me. tried it? Oh, yeah. It's just like you know, put in. I don't. I think I'm just not very good at the prompts yet. I need to work on getting the prompts right. But yeah. um, I definitely have played around with that, and uh, you know, with very mixed results. But I, I, I don't. Think, I don't think you should even go there. I no. don't think you should even bother with that. I think there's better things you could use it for, Absolutely. like um, Chat GPT. Can you get me on tour with Depeche Mode? Let's work Depeche that out. Yeah. Can you write? Can you write a, an email now right. to the guys in Depeche Mode, Correct. explaining why Bunny X should be on tour with them? Yes. I, I want you to do that afterwards and see okay. what it says. I'm gonna let you yeah. know how we it should. Goes. We should post the results of it on Twitter. 
Let's try it. I'll work on my prompts. And then we'll tag we'll tag uh, Depeche Mode in as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm sure they would be totally into it. Yeah. Life's, life's too short not to have a little bit of fun and games with these things, actually. Are, are you that kind of person? I do like it. I mean, I think it's so fascinating and it's um, it's it's truly remarkable. I was, um, you know, I, I write our press releases for, you know, our upcoming singles and the album and that type of thing. Um, and a, a friend of mine, several months ago when ChatGPT was really kind of becoming a thing, um, put it, put in a couple of prompts and, and, you know, for bunny X, it was like, describe, you know, bunny X and this and that put in some other prompts and it just kicked out this pretty incredible press release that was, wow. and of course there, you know, what, 10 seconds. So, and then there I was spending, you know, an hour or two writing a, a couple of paragraphs for the press release. And here it was in five seconds. It's just like, Oh, it wasn't bad. I'll tell you what's really uh, amazing about that bunny is when you lift the box and you see the little leprechauns inside that are writing it exactly yeah, that's, that's, that's the creatures. amazing thing they are <laughs> <laughs> they're in there like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what did he say bunny x quick go and find out about bunny x <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting what's good and what's bad it's kind of like the more yeah. creative stuff that truly still requires at least a human mind and experience such as lyrics you know poetry um, it's not definitely not there yet, but I, you know, certainly for, you know, certain topics where there's a lot of information available, historical events, for example, something like that, or culling information, even pop culture, it's, you know, getting pretty good at that. But I, I still feel like we're not, certainly not there in terms of the creativity. It just doesn't, it's not, doesn't have that ability. Well, but... yeah, I just think a lot of creative people are looking at it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of creative people, I mean, I see in what I do as a day-to-day -day job, I see a lot of people looking at it and immediately jumping on the bandwagon of, oh, we're going to lose our jobs, you know, this is going to yeah. take over, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. know, and I just think we need to be a, bit, a little bit more David Bowie about the whole thing, mm. right? You know, because I, I just... And that, the reason I say that is I think, what would David Bowie be doing if what would he David was here Bowie today do? with chat <laughs> GPT? And he would be like... Do you know what? I'm going to feed it with lots of stuff and then I'm going to see what comes out and then I'm going to cut it up and mm -hmm. I'm going to use it. He would have a laugh with it. I really He would, he would have play a laugh. with it. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think he would really find a way to make it super creative and incorporate it into his existing work. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think this is how, you know, anyone that is has a creative bone needs to look at these things they need to go right this is a tool like any yeah. others you know because we we've got, we've got to remember that once upon a time all of the stuff that you use now to make music like mm -hmm. you know i don't know what, what do you use logic or, or logic yeah, sometimes garage band for a very yeah. quick idea right sure all of that stuff yeah. never used to exist right once yeah. upon a time people were going that's going to kill music yeah. Right. They did. And then, right. Yeah. You know, it was like this is a keyboard. Yep. <laughs> actually, before that, this is a piano. Yeah. Right. And and it's like you know, keyboards came along and emulate. I mm. I remember when the first Yamaha mm. piano emulator came out. Wow. Yeah. I know. I'm that old. Um, no, no. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right there with you. So. Right. <laughs> and people were like. Well, that's never good. That's not, you know, you can tell that's not a piano. That's this is never going to be as good as piano. You know, the, the thing is, though, it was a box like this and it made mm -hmm. 
taking a piano yep. somewhere possible. Yep. Right now 100%. we can do it via you know virtual instruments on a on a laptop and you can plug in a control keyboard and it sounds like a piano and yes. it's great. Is it the same as having a grand piano? No. No. But 99.5% of the time you couldn't tell. Can't tell. In a band situation or whatever and yeah. you know it made that much more accessible. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And it and it allowed people to do stuff with whatever and chat GPT will be be the same. I mean, you know, yep. there will be those that feel that you know they, they they see it and they go, Oh, that's it, give up. And then there will be those that go, right, great, another tool. Let's see what we can do with it. Exactly. And I think that's the right attitude and the only attitude really to have is to adapt. It's to accept and adapt and then find yeah. a way to incorporate it. And just uh, and work with it and, and use it to our advantage um, before, this before is the bots exclusive. take us all over. This is an exclusive, folks, an absolute exclusive breaking news. Uh, that's right. Uh, on the next Bunny X tour, Chat GPT will be supporting. Absolutely. <laughs> Bring it on. It'll be there with its little, uh, you know. I love it. Um, yeah. Why not? Why not? ChatGPT is going to do fifteen minutes, a fifteen minute set, and then we're going to come on and blow your minds, blow right. it out of the woodwork. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have holograms, all kinds of stuff. It'll be great. Some AI in there. What What really makes you get up in the morning and want to write? What What is it in your world that does that? <clears throat> to be honest, <clears throat> for a long time, I've just been after writing, for for me at least, um, the most beautiful song. I'm just constantly on the chase. Wow. It's an obsession yeah. just to write something that's <clears throat> just beautiful that that I'm really really proud of. And I'm like, oh, this raises the bar. This is this is as good as the benchmark for you. Where, where you know what what are you looking at as a song that you go right? That is the most beautiful song that I've I ever. I don't know. Heard. Just something that gives you the chills. Those you know beautiful harmonies. Um, something that kind of stops you in your tracks, and something that you want to play over and over and over again. If I'm writing a song and I don't want to hear it over and over again, then I know it it's it's not there. And it, you know, should it, it doesn't need to to kind of go on the album, certainly, and maybe just needs to kind of go in the in the waste bin. So if I don't want to hear it again and again, then it's not it's not good enough. What what's the uh is there an album or is there a is there a, a song that you've over the years constantly come back to in your listening collection? Oh, that is Excellent question. I have so many different influences, so it's it's almost impossible to say. But I find that anymore, at least the last several years, I'd rather listen to actually a lot of instrumental music, whereas I was om- almost solely you know into vocals. But I really do go back to Dreamwave and just very relaxing, um, beautiful music like that. That nostalgic stuff like that Don Del Piero is doing and, and Marvel 83 and that type of thing. Um, just, just to find myself going back more and more and more to those types of songs. You may hear my cat in the background. Hello, cat. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I don't know if you can see him back there. He, there he is. Oh, oh, wow. Look, yeah. he's, he's really, he's actually really interested in what's going on. Oh, right? he's interested. Yeah. He likes to be involved. Yeah. yeah. He actually inspired. Is, it, is he name. on an album yet? 
He is. Well, he actually his his like his face is on our very first EP that we put out back in 2012 when we were still figuring things out. It it was a synth pop five song EP and it was pretty terrible in hindsight. But Liam is on the cover of the CD, so <laughs> can't be all bad. <laughs> And but he his, actually, his, his vocal tones haven't made it on there yet. Then. That's I think that's the next album um, would just be mostly featuring Liam. That would be great. Yeah, I think that's the way to the way to go. Um, but would you sell that in yeah. record shops or in pet shops? I think everywhere. Yeah. Truly everywhere. <laughs> he loves the pet shop boys. Yeah, I was going to say sold by boys in pet yeah. shops. Would yeah, be... <laughs> he responds specifically to the pet shop boys and Madonna. Really? Huge fan. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. yeah there he is. Oh, hello. Yeah. That's a character. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a riot. He actually inspired the name Bunny X because mm. he just, he's so soft. His fur is so soft and reminds me of a bunny. So me and my, and my bandmate, Mary, um, started calling each other bunny years and years ago. So everything was bunny, this bunny, that it was just our pet name for each other as really close friends. Um, and then all of our, you know, girlfriends, we just start calling all of our close circle of girlfriends bunny. And then, um, then we'd sign off, you know, on, on text, um, you know, good night, bunny XOXO. And then that's, that's how bunny X. And that's how it came about. Was how it, did you so meet her? Weird. Mary, I met her. She was one of my very first friends that I made here in New York, uh, back in the mid 2000s. So I've known her for a very long time now, and we met over our shared love of pizza and karaoke. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I mean, you know, what more do you want? So we would go out and party in the city. Did you do karaoke songs together? Did you duet then? We, we didn't initially, and then the more and more we did it, we started doing it. Ah. And then we had a few songs that we would just, that was our thing. We would sing um, Alive and Kicking together by Simple Minds. Wow. That was one of the ones that hey, we would hey, always hey, do. Hey, uh -huh. hey. Oh, I've been kicking. Such a great song. Stay until your love, love is. is love is. Oh, yeah. what a song. So we would do that one, and then we would do Chikatita by ABBA. Oh, wow. That was fun. And so, and yeah, so we started to duet together. And that's Chicken how we started to sing together. Pizza, isn't it? Chicken Pizza by ABBA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, that's another one of those songs when you're young. Chicken you pizza. It, you, you hear it. Chicken pizza, go, you and I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you listen to it and you think, is that chicken? Are they talking it's about like, what's... Are they singing about chicken pizza? <laughs> <laughs> are they eating? What's going on here? <laughs> chicken on the pizza? Okay. Better than pineapple. That's a great story. So, actually, yeah, you kind of naturally through karaoke morphed into a into a band we did so that's kind of that was sort of the mm -hmm. genesis and you know that went on for years so we weren't you know necessarily trying to to form a band but what we did do was we started to sing backup vocals um for other local artists um actually one good friend of ours ash who now lives in sheffield so in um <clears throat> over there by you uh and so his, his band was called ash gray and the girls and Mary and I were two of the girls. There were two other ones. And we did these kind of, it was sort of um, Americana, yeah, right. that type of thing, kind of folky Americana stuff. So not exactly in my my taste, um, but you know, the songs were, were good. They were catchy. And it got us you know, up on stage. It got us harmonizing. It got us performing and just kind of experimenting with our, vo with our voices and kind of, you know, kind of getting into that whole, into that space of performing, um, 
and and you know being around that. So then we started to uh, then we got involved in a Queen cover band called Dairy Queen. <laughs> so oh wow, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> So that did happen. And we would, um, it was female fronted. We had a whole band. It was a whole, it was fun. It, you know, we did. Female fronted queen Queen band band called Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Yeah. That's just just out of this world. It happened. So we, you know, we said, so we sang in these kind of cover, you know, other, other original songs and then cover songs and, and, and all that. And then at at some point I just was like, you know, I want to try my hand at writing my own songs that are, that I like that are, you know, yeah, yeah. in my, in my wheelhouse, in my taste. And so that's kind of that, you know, I guess that started to come about maybe to 2010, 2011, just started to write and um, experiment. And then eventually, you know, we met up with some good local producers and were able to kind of pull it all together. Yeah. So and this is the thing people don't realize is that they see people like you, doing that together working together and they think you know they they brought it together in recent times and done this and whatever but you know actually when you when even when you think about it yourself mm-hmm. you kind of you know started off with the friendship you did the karaoke mm-hmm. you did the other band you know you've worked towards that absolutely all that time and actually all that, that went behind in terms of as you say you know learning how your voices would work together etc all you know that that has to all be there yeah in order to get it to where it is now it does it does that chemistry and and all that it didn't happen overnight it was such a long evolution and we started off and our first project was honestly pretty pretty shit um but we learned a lot along the way um that's a technical term by the way for anyone right yeah you know correct um, I'll just yeah. explain that to people in England because we sure. don't understand that. Yeah, um, maybe it, Chat it, GPT could could. Uh, it, it basically means it it wasn't very good. It, um, wasn't. <laughs> it was not awesome. It um, was not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but it was a great learning experience, and um, yeah, yeah. and it, you have to start somewhere. So we, you know, we learned a lot, and and it just evolved from there. So, and then over the years, we've kind of honed into what we really like. And um, we've been, there've been some years we weren't as active as other years. Um, there was, we took a kind of a little break and were more kind of career focused at the time. Um, but then well, we got and back we've all had a few years that we weren't as active as other years mm, recently. Was that absolutely. hard for you going through that? It was, it was hard, I think, just as it was for everybody and, you know, living in New York City in a small apartment and, and all that. Um, and it was scary in the beginning, certainly, when all of us, you know, none of us had any idea what the heck was going on. And you're hearing sirens and helicopters, and it just feels like this dystopian, you know, end of the world, which is kind of, was kind of interesting in a way. And I read a lot of dystopian books, and I'm very influenced by that. So it's kind of like, oh, wow, we're, we're living through this now. Um, but I ended up during that time, I was able to work from, work from home. Um, so that was very, that was very lucky at the time. So I kept my job, worked remotely. And then I, my, I had a lot more free time just as everybody did. And so that's when I wrote, um, pretty much the entire last album, Young and in Love that we released in October of 2021. So really worked on that during the, you know, during all that time, the major lockdown time when there was just 
nothing um nothing to so do has, there, has there been a, a you know a, a very different energy around this album because you know things have been moving and yeah this one's been a little harder and and just in terms of carving out the time um so we started this one in terms of the writing started back in december 21 so i you know don't take too much time off i'm always kind of working on things um so that so that writing process began back then um and but here we are and you know it's going to be april of 2023 so that was you know a fair amount of time to kind of bring it together but so yeah it was we've harder. all got incredibly busy i mean yeah. we've gone from like yeah you know exactly. where we all stopped to like now we're like it's frenetic everything just and it's almost it? like people are making up for lost time and certainly returning to the office so you know those hours were just completely um you know not 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 optional just you know focusing on work and and certainly more social you know more events on the social calendar um we, we're starting to do shows again which of course we you know no one did for so long um travel you know so yeah so it's been harder to juggle everything yeah this time around is it's part does part of you when you're writing now think because things gone from slow to so phonetically busy etc do, do, are you are you looking to write in there something that helps people <clears throat> mm -hmm. to you know escape all of this yeah uh, yeah, so the songs were were most of them, not all of them, but a lot of them were inspired by sci-fi books and um, dystopian books, cyberpunk stuff, certainly William Gibson, um, and then some other authors as well. And I, I guess it kind of, it was an escape for me, um, certainly. And then and, and Mary was kind enough to agree to, to sing on a bunch of the tracks and was was on board and game for the the sort of very specific vision that I had, I kind of, she's so great. I just was like, Mary, this is what we're doing. She's like, awesome. We're going to dress cyberpunkish. you know, it's fine. Yeah. She's like, go for it. Great. Also, we wanted to do something much in, in a way in the end, you know, we, we did kind of go back to some of the, you know, our old sort of standards. So there's some tracks on that, on the new album that, you know, are certainly reminiscent of the first album. Um, but we wanted to essentially at least have, you know, a pretty clear departure. We wanted something darker, more reflective, um, you know, and certainly I had this kind of dystopian sci-fi theme running throughout a lot of the album. Um, so Young and in Love, of course, is more pop 80s, John Hughes inspired, not necessarily bubblegum, but there were there were a couple tracks that were quite like tee um, So we did we don't have that on this record. The, the songs are are much more um introspective a little bit darker kind of a little sad some of <laughs> some sad love song <laughs> you're so. selling it don't worry you're selling it i, I hope mean, so i don't know yeah 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 yeah. Pe pe people people want that in their lives honestly. i think so I, trust me they do i think they so do. i mean i find myself listening more to those types of songs a sad kind of deeper introspective you know that the brooding moody tracks like those are the ones i want to hear over and over again as opposed to the like poppy bubblegum type upbeat well, stuff. because you can because you we only can exist in that world for so long absolutely in our in our heads you know it's that's like, such a good yeah um you know i love songs like barbie girl it's a great song aqua barbie yep. girl fantastic yeah but you know you can <laughs> 
can only you can only be in aqua world yeah. for like so long and then you know whereas something like love song by the cure mm -hmm. you, you could be there all day couldn't you a hundred percent. And that's, yeah, I definitely would go back more and more and more to disintegration. It was probably the cure record I listened to the most because I, I found it to be the most moody. Yeah. So. And, and the most, and, and probably the most emotional. Absolutely. Of, of, of all of the albums. Listen, yeah. it's a great album. Uh, I wish you all Thank the you. best with it. Thank um, you. Tell people where they can listen to it when it comes out so that they so. can go and fill their boots. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so it comes out on Aztec Records uh, on May 26th. They can uh, get it on all of the things. Uh, of course, all the normal streaming platforms and certainly on our Bandcamp would be the, you know, probably the best place to go as an independent pay, artist. Pay money. Pay money. And we are going to have, <laughs> I'm very excited to announce actually for the first time, it's uh, we're going to have vinyl. We're going to have cassettes. Really? Yes. Oh. We're going to have CDs. We're going to have everything. We're going to have all that available. Yep. So we're we're actually working on getting the outwork the artwork together right now for the album. So we're fantastic. Super stoked. Well, I, I, I'd love it if you could send me a vinyl version got of it. it so that I can uh, sign so I can hold it up and put it on my wall of fame. Hundred percent. Thank you. Um, who doesn't love vinyl? You're going to have a colored. You're going to have a colored vinyl. Or are you just going to? Yep. You we are. Yes. Yeah, we're working on picking out the colors right now. So Mary and I are going back and forth with the different color. Well, scene. as you can see, pink's a lovely color. It sure is. It's perfect. It's it's. Really, might even it's... pick a color kind of like that, actually. Like yeah, a, well, I'll, like I'll, send, I'll, I'll send you the. Uh... <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I'll send you the hex number. The palette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. It's been, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Thanks me for too, coming bro. on the, my music to talk to me. Um, Thank you so much. I hope people listening have gained interest and I now want to go and listen to this wonderful album. You can dance to this album. You can work to this album. Uh, it's, you know, it will keep you going. And then you can go to sleep to this album. It's all of that all in one all wrapped like up like a lovely, beautiful uh, piece of uh, wonderfulness that you can take with you throughout your day. Um, if you don't, uh, if you don't listen to this album, then I will come around. I know where you are. I have a particular set of skills right. and I will find you. We'll send the AI bots. <laughs> Chat, GP, Chat GPT will be knocking at your door. Yes. And it will find you because remember the leprechauns, they'll get it out. Is, it is the support band. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, talking to me today. Uh, if you did like this, please subscribe. Um, share this with all of your mates so that people can hear Bunny X. It's nothing to do with me. Absolutely. I don't care about me. About <laughs> Bunny X. Um, and uh, and. I'll be back later this afternoon because I'll be talking to Natalie Shea. Uh, Wonderful. Very, very shortly. So thanks on the X coming well, and talking to me today. Thank it's been you an absolute pleasure. So much for me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye All for right. now. Bye bye.